I just paid my rent, $3,400. Mine is $1,627. Did that go up? Yeah, it was 15 Damn. It went from 15 Something. to 1627 I think it was 1580 before. I mean, that's not awful, I guess. No. It doesn't stop the housing market. It's uh, dumb right now. It is crazy. And like so many millennials are talking about how like we're supposed to be in this phase where we're, you know, able to buy houses and there's just no way. <laughs> the American dream is dead. You're a failure. You can't get a house. You're not an American. Right. Get out of here. I'm deathly afraid that the lease is up in June. Well, June's the last month. And my landlord's uh-huh. going to come back and say, the extra $500 a month. I think he could. There's that zero. High, though? There is zero two bedroom apartments because everyone's working at home. And now two bedroom apartments are one bedroom with an office. And oh. I was just reading there are zero one bedroom apartments because apparently so many uh, relationships failed during COVID. <laughs> That now people want to live on their own yeah. and, and people don't want roommates anymore because COVID scared them and they don't want to be in proximity of other people. Right. You want a little bit of a space. It's a bad, bad time. And I know it's not just in New York. I know across the country. Well, this is good practice for both of us talking yeah. about real estate because that's the career path for anyone who's in radio. <laughs> True. That's your, what I'll be doing next. You lose your radio job and you go into real estate. So this was just practice. This was a test. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. I have the random word generator popped open because this is going to be what drives our show from here on out. <laughs> okay. Where we just say, generate a word randomly, please. Even random though I secretly have generator. a topic. Oh, so you blew, you blew the cover. I was going to pretend that the um. random word generator generated the topic that you wanted to talk about oh okay let's keep pretending we, you need to add a sound effect that's like like the um the wheel on wheel of fortune all right next time i'll come prepared because all i have right now preloaded on this board uh i reset it so my noise is gone that noise that i made like bah, 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 that's gone that's gone but we have and that goes on laughing sound like chicken <laughs> this goes on for a minute i don't know like just generic intro music wow welcome to one topic do it again ready yeah Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Ross Geller. My name's Rachel Green. It sounds like a 90s sitcom. Oh, you know what? I did actually load up our our theme into this thing, but it's on a different page. Oh, man. So whatever. (gasps) Random word generator. Well, that's a bad cricket sound. It's, it's all the generic stuff, like crickets. How many times have crickets been used in radio <laughs> and on podcasts? No, that was a bad joke, Jim. That sounds like chirping. 
<laughs> like, is that a baby bird? <gasps> Spooky tales from Greg under Greg's bed. <laughs> So that, there you go. Let's pull up the random word generator. What do you have today on the random word generator, Greg? Well, I have set the parameters to be three words, not just <laughs> one three word. Three words, that's a good one. Generate those words, and wouldn't you know it, autumn comes up. Dating comes up and pathetic comes up. Oh, oh, wow. Well, let's talk about at least two out of those three. Pathetic autumn. It is. <laughs> no, not that one. No, not that one. eh? No, you're not pathetic. Aren't people Maybe. tired of aren't t- uh, people tired of hearing about your dating life? I think well, it's I don't a, need to talk about my dating life. I think I, it's a double standard. In that, in that, when I was in the role of the person who was constantly going on dates and having interesting and weird interactions with people, you know, it was encouraged. It was a, a thing that maybe some people hated it, but I feel as though it was uh, more accepted. Mm-hmm. And when it's talked about with you, it's like, oh, God, I gotta hear this again. Um, I didn't think that that was people's reaction. So you were. Oh, maybe I saw a comment somewhere once, but I shouldn't have brought it up. I apologize. Okay. Pretend. <laughs> pretend. I, thought it, I thought it was more like, Autumn, get yourself a boyfriend already. I thought that that was the reaction. I guess there is some of that, isn't there? Which is a strange yeah. thing. Why do you have to have a boyfriend? Yeah, I don't know. Though you want a boyfriend. Uh, or yeah. a girlfriend. Uh, no? You've moved away from that idea. Yeah, I think so. Did you ever even explore that idea realistically? Not realistically. Was there a real poll at some point? I mean, it was more like checking in, you know, like, hold on. This is the path we've always been on. Let's just make sure as an adult, like where, where I really stand on this. Oh, interesting that you think that this is something that can happen yet when you watch and just like that, you say it's very unrealistic for Miranda to suddenly decide (laughs) that she is, is no longer strictly straight at an advanced age you say that's unrealistic this is bullshit Mm. how can i buy into this the suspension of disbelief is impossible yet you find yourself checking in the exact same thing well there's i didn't uh blow up my family to pursue a relationship with someone that was not even in a relationship with me they're in a relationship now and they love each other (laughs) they do not love each other Anyway, let's. I don't. We don't need to talk about a fiction. Ew, that show is so. Stupid. We don't need to talk about a fiction. I know you like that show, and that's why I dropped that in there because you wanted to do a dedicated podcast for that show at some point. I so. really did. I want to go through. You know what else I want to do? Because I don't. Because I can't find a good one. Is make a Jersey Shore recap <laughs> thing, like from the beginning, season one, episode one. There's not one out there. I assume that there's one out there for every single show. Like Airwolf has probably got a recap show at this point. <laughs> I don't think so. I haven't found one that I thought I, I, 
No, I don't think that there's a recap. And if there is, I really don't. I, it's probably not very good. It's probably, I don't know, not getting into some of the psychology behind people's actions. Instead, <laughs> it's just like, whoa, it's crazy. Like, whoa, it's like, she's crazy. Well, we can get back to our topic at hand. Okay. And I wasn't trying to be edgy and asking you those things. I just feel as though there was, oh, a, I know. There was a point where maybe that was something you were looking at and going to orgies and sex parties was something else that interested you. Well, interested in me. Yeah. Interested um, you. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, was sort of interested in that, but it was also right before I deleted all of my like dating things. And, you know, once, once all those things were gone, I felt, strangely like i felt this weight lifted off me i didn't know that that would be my reaction um but oh it's just like phew okay i don't have to deal with any of this anymore um you thought those were exciting at first didn't you yeah i think there's this idea there's this world that existed that you never got a chance to experience where dating apps took off like online dating was around before but it was still stigmatized in a way and losers were on there uh like me i was an early adopter of online dating and I liked it then because a lot of the bros and the creepy dudes, I'm not saying there weren't guys on there who were overstepping bounds and making women feel uncomfortable because there surely were, because that's what guys do constantly. But there were less of them. And I feel as though you could get into actual conversations and you had more of a chance. And then it just became oversaturated. Um, Hmm. But I understand the appeal to it. Like the idea of, Oh, wow. I just go on and I get to flip through and I get to choose a person. And because you were, uh, not ever to ever able to partake in that world. It probably seemed interesting, maybe a bit exciting once the opportunity was there. I mean, I think that the Tinder, I think that aspect happened with me with Tinder um, because that to me was like the hookup site, <laughs> but I don't know where it gets that. It, it, some people aren't on there for, it's more just like, it's actually like a little bit more of an honest site. I never you know, found Tinder to be not that I was looking for it. And I do know that the people are on there and a lot of people will just state it that that's what right. they're looking for. But I think there was this idea. It was like grinder. It's like, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. where people go uh, to find other people to have sex with. And sure, it was used for that. But I never actually I don't feel like that was the majority of people. It just seemed like most people on there were trying to meet someone else to at least hang out with. Maybe it led to sex, but it wasn't so blatantly advertised in my experience but again i wasn't looking for it well i think it seemed like that was the case but 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 on there it would be you know people that were looking for relationship relationships but anyway i just felt that sort of excitement a little bit with tinder um but with my hinge i did not feel that way i just thought like oh people are just gonna see how awesome i am right away you know, I have no, and, idea, I have uh, no idea what Hinge does. Um, it's the one where they can like make a little recording for themselves. You know, like they can send, like, they can have like a little voice memo within their profile where they say something, and sometimes it's really weird. Like sometimes it's really funny, and sometimes it's, v- it's mostly very generic. Um, did you have to have Facebook for Hinge? That was the thing, at least for a while. And that's why I stayed away. Oh, I don't think so. No. I thought at some point that that was necessary. It was run through your face, whatever. 
yeah, I don't know. But it was, uh, you know, you, you get on there, you talk to people. I just, what I found out through all of this was two things. One, I would open up those apps and I would look through and I would instantly feel like, ugh. <laughs> just looking at my results or looking at none of my results. You know, like I would be disappointed with the results I got. And I didn't, uh, I just felt like, blech, every time. And so I thought, this isn't going well. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. Why am I doing it? And then any of the dates I went on, they were they except for the crazy ones but normal the normal people were very nice and perfectly dateable um i didn't feel anything and i felt like there's something not wrong but you know sort of wrong with me the the thing is me i there's something in me that is not feeling like pursuing anything even though I do want a relationship just for the closeness and the, you know, having someone who like understands you and listens to you or, you know, holds you or something like those things I would like. But with uh, any of these people I met, like I said, that were perfectly fine and I could continue to date them if I was in a different mental space or something. I don't know. So I just decided like, okay, the the thing is me. It's me. I need to like not pursue this anymore because it's not it's not doing me any good. So I deleted them, you know, and that felt like I said surprised me with the way that I felt after I deleted it, deleted them, and then I, uh, you know, started working out and trying to be healthier and focusing on why I'm sick, sort of, <laughs> my, my digestive system, I don't know. Um, but then I get these like bouts of, or th these waves of sort of loneliness, you know, like there's no one there to, I don't know, support me emotionally that understands me or, I mean, I have friends and I can lean on them a little bit, but you know, you want someone near you, you know, who will be there for you. But I also don't want to put in the work, at least the way that it's presented to me at the moment, the way that it's like you have to meet a, a literal stranger. First of all, you have to spend maybe like two or three weeks just texting with them with a stranger you've never met. That you only got to view their profile and like you assume is cool. And then you you meet them and then it's like, I don't know, I'm just not into, you know, it's just, I don't want to, all the way that, the way that it has to be done at this moment where I'm not meeting people like the old fashioned way, just feels like such a burden. I just don't want to do it. You just dumped a lot. I, th I yeah. think that was the longest you've ever spoken on the show without me interrupting you. Well, thank you. And there was, it was very loaded. It seems like you have zero interest in dating. Yeah. But you don't like being alone. You struggle with that. It is a weird dynamic, not dynamic, but it's a, it's a weird, um, 
there's a certain word I'm looking for that's not coming to mind. Conundrum, mm. maybe, is what it is. Yeah. In, in that you bring up these points, like you want somebody around that can be there emotionally supportive, uh, physically supportive, but you don't want the relationship. And there really isn't in this world a setup that satisfies that where you're not in a relationship necessarily, but you can get those things. Obviously you can get emotional support and physical support from people, but there's nothing that's normal. Like this is the way you do that. Maybe you can find a person who wants that dynamic. Uh, I was never a person, I guess I like the, no, I never had any needs. I never, I never, I mean, if I did, I, I never expressed them and I didn't know what the hell they were. Right. But you know, in my times of not dating, which I guess were rare. See, now I feel like I'm rambling and I'm jumping. Don't, you're not, I wasn't rambling and neither are you. No, no. But I feel like I'm jumping all over the place because I had this idea in my mind that I didn't want those things. Like I would be okay. I think not having those things, but I never had any extended period where I didn't date someone. So obviously I was uh, on some kind of search, mm -hmm. I guess for those. And that's the reason I'm saying that I'm rambling because I feel like I'm going down one path and I say, wait, no, none of that's true. What I'm saying, none of, none of that's actually true. I Maybe guess. Maybe because you felt alone during those times, because even though you weren't really alone, you were still working on maybe things where you're, you're in a different place now. Yeah. I jumped from one relationship to another, to another, and I rarely took any time. Yeah. Not in a relationship. Same. Though when I was in relationships for the most part, I didn't want to be in them. Right. And so that's what I mean. Like you kind of were alone anyway, but I never had the fear. I, I feel like there's a fear right. and discomfort that you experience when there isn't a person around. I'm feel I'm doing way better with that type of thing. It's not judgmental. Sure. You are doing better. Oh, I'm not, I know you're not judging, but I'm just saying I, I do feel like there's progress there, but, and, and, and you said, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship. I do want to be in a relationship. I just don't, the way that it has to start is so just feels unnatural. And I don't like it. Like I said, the texting with a stranger and if you decide like right away that you want to meet because like me, you don't want to text with a stranger for three weeks before you actually meet them, even though during that time you'd be able to like suss out whether you guys would get along or whatever they have a sense of humor or whatever. I just don't want to text with a stranger because they're a fucking stranger. And then you meet them, you know, either three weeks later or right away. And then what happens, what continues to happen with me is that I don't, want to see them again you're given, you're given then too i have much, to tell them that you're given too much time to build up this idea of who they are and then you come across them even if they're a decent person or someone that maybe you would like if you just met out in public it just doesn't match and i think that's hard to reconcile sometimes but that's what i'm saying i think that the the thing is me is that maybe if i were in a different place then maybe i would continue to date some of these people and give it a more fair chance. Well, I guess we start with what you want. What do you want? What is your ultimate goal here? To find somebody that wants the same things I do. And what does it take to get there? Work. What kind of work? 
Like I, mm. I, I, I ask these questions. Like, are you in a spot where you feel as though you could jump into a relationship and do what needed to be done to get what you want? I do, but I don't like the way it's beginning. I don't like this new way of how we're meeting people. Which I understand, but I guess I'm just getting tripped up on it because you Me feel too. you, you, you seem to not want to actually, you say you want to be in a relationship, but you are finding all these reasons to not like the people that you're meeting, which is fine. Be picky. If you're going for a relationship that you want to be lasting and meaningful, mm-hmm. you should scrutinize. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is like, I'm not, I'm just not feeling like attraction or like a spark with anyone. And I don't know whether I, I guess I'm feeling like I should be. No, if it's not there, then it's not there and you can't force it. Yeah. But the fact that it's not there makes me think the problem is me. I don't know if there's a problem. We just yeah, and I don't mean it as I don't mean it as like problem problem. I just mean like the the it, the issue is with me. And we just eliminate problem from the equation. Yeah. It's just not matching. The pieces aren't there. Your formula doesn't have the correct variables to give you the result that you want. Yeah. What's the error that you get in Excel when you when you do the wrong equation in there? I wish I could say, but I can't remember. Not, uh, I don't use Excel. I love Excel. You do like spreadsheets. I love Excel. I've used Excel, but I'm not, uh, you know, so well versed that I know the error codes off the top of my head. Sometimes I would, sometimes I would go on Excel and like just like figure out formulas, like if then statements, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> well, put that in your dating profile. Yeah, I should. You'll lower the kind of person that you want. The sparks mm-hmm. will fly when you guys are talking about the Excel error codes. Or the different equations that you can plug in. The sum of all parts equals you. That's, the, yeah. that's, your, that's your Excel equation. That's right. So build the spreadsheet, build the variables, start plugging them in. Like you meet people and you have this scale of assessment and then you plug it into this equation that you, you here, figure out the equation for love. And then you have to come up with that list of variables. And then there's got to be rankings with a scale, preferably one to 10. Cause well, maybe one to 10 doesn't give you the kind of range that you need. Yeah. I need like one to 50. Yeah. Because things do become a little nuanced and subtle at times. Maybe I just should just make some, problem like i should send them some excel questions and they have to like make graphs and stuff sure if somebody would do that then that would be a good start (laughs) anyone who took the time to do that would be someone that you're interested in i know maybe i should just make the most weirdest hinge profile (laughs) well i not not like silly but just like how you put your stuff about like your pen or whatever like Maybe that was someone you replied to. I like, replied. I replied. The person yeah. said that they liked pens. They were a big fan of pens. And I said, I like pens too. So much so that I make dioramas with them. And <laughs> I put, I created uh, different situations and took pictures of my pen. That's not uh, code for penis. I meant an actual pen. Mm. I'm sure someone out there is like, you took pictures of your pen. <laughs> uh, no, pen. it's an actual Bic pen. 
I made a little bed for it. I had it sitting and eating dinner, but then she never responded. <laughs> That's horrible. And I Maybe she forgot that she had put her pen interests in her profile. I just think there's so many people writing, especially, you know, where you live. I'm sure it's the same. No, uh, I didn't get, I don't get any messages. You get no messages. It's Not you're, really. Because you have kids. I don't mean that in a nasty way. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. But I think it's a very... Uh, if they're single dudes who are in their late 30s or 40s, they may not want kids at this point. Do they want to deal with kids? Yeah, I get it. Or you're going to have to meet someone who has their own kids, which you don't want. So you're kind of limiting yourself on that front. You know what? Okay, so if that were to happen, like my first thought is... I don't want to get that close. I don't want to get, if someone has kids, I don't want to be that close to them that they're like introducing me to their kids. Why not? And I'm, I'm just not ready for that. I don't want that. Well, you wouldn't have to get introduced to their kids anytime soon. You could, that could be drawn out as long as you wanted. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, but when people are this age, typically, right, they might be looking for, it's the, the, the area between the, the spectrum of men is like, you know, relationship, wife, like get married, have a family, live together, da, 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 versus like hook up, right? The spe- it's a very small, like, I don't think that there's a lot of people in between that are like, yeah, we'll just date for like a really long time. Because I, I don't know how long that would last. And maybe I would change my mind if I like fell in love or something. But at this moment, I feel closed off to the idea of like really getting into their like real real life like i would want to have fun times with them and like help each other emotionally or whatever you know and really enjoy being around each other and that's it you want to be alone but you just want somebody to be there every once in a while or someone you can reach yeah. out to when i want you a need- boyfriend i want a longtime boyfriend and we live separate and we'll never live together ever maybe never right now speaking right now Yes, never. But that's maybe fine. That I, would change. I don't way, know. The way I said ever, it was, <laughs> I, that's fine. I think there are some people out there who probably would want such a thing. Have you ever expressed? I don't see everyone wanting to just jump immediately into another long term relationship. Somebody who's uh, divorced or has kids of their own. Maybe they don't want that right now. There, yeah. There's got to be people out there who want similar things as you do. And just so many of the dudes around here are just, you know not like they're just adults and I'm not afraid of being an adult, but I'm also what I mean is like, they seem dead. Like they have their own way of having fun, but it doesn't, and they just don't look interesting. <laughs> I know that that's weird, but I want you to look like this honestly, has been your- like, Greg, you don't, you, you look interesting. You know what I mean? There are people that look interesting and so many of the guys around here just like look like, you know, adults that you knew in high school, you know, like coaches and stuff. I know what you mean. I look at pictures of people I went to high school with who've just stayed where we grew up in Kennesaw and Ackworth yeah. or even if they've moved, but they've lived a more traditional life. And, you know, it sounds like that I'm shitting on people who decide to live in the suburbs and just do the things that are set forth. And when you're young, it's like, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to grow up, get a job, get married, have yeah. kids. Uh, they do look a certain way. Uh huh. Doesn't have to be a negative thing. I'm just saying that they look a certain way. Right. 
And it is interesting to me. Like, and the, I'm not the, attracted to a dad. There are times. I might be attracted to someone who is a dad. Uh, there, there are times, I'm going to say quickly, I'd see these pictures of people that I know. Mm-hmm. And obviously I know them. So it offsets this a bit, but it hits me really hard. It's like, whoa, that just looks like someone's mom when I was a kid. Yes. It's like, wow, that's the mom. There's the mom. There's the dad. And I guess I'm lucky genetically. My telomeres have kept me looking young. I haven't had kids. It hasn't aged me on that front. Uh, well, even but, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure I do look like a mom sometimes, but like, I don't feel like I typically look like a mom. I don't mind being a mom, but I don't, I don't feel like, oh, I'm walking around just looking like a mom. I agree. I don't think you look like a straight up regular boring mom. Yeah. I'm a cool mom. (laughs) This has been your thing from the start. There was, these were the things that you never really were drawn to. And I'm not saying that you weren't yourself. Mm -hmm. It feels as though there was reluctance. I don't want to go as far as saying fear, but there was reluctance you know, an exercise in the past doesn't fucking matter because you can't change anything. But uh, there was a reluctance to really, I guess, commit to some of the things you wanted or felt or who you were. Yeah. It, it just feels like there's always been a battle with you. Like you're the mm-hmm. weirdo, quirky person. But you lean into that to an extent and then you just stop, though, and then you have the other side. Where it's like, no, but I also want these normal things and bringing them together is difficult. Yeah. I mean, because it takes, uh, it's, it is probably, I, I don't know, I guess part of it is fear, but I think it's also like a protection, right? Like don't, don't put yourself out there too much because, you know. You could feel something negative. <laughs> well, what would the negative thing be? Someone calls you a fucking weirdo? No. Uh, well, it depends on what we're talking about, but, you know, to, to do something out of, I don't know. I'm thinking about like the improv thing. You know, I was doing well. I was invited after the last, my, you know, the highest level, which was like, I guess, is it fourth, fourth level, fourth class? Um, you know, they invited me to be on the, whatever it is after that at dad's garage, you know, like if you can, if they like you in the fourth level, then they'll invite you on to like the next thing at dad's, you know, and you didn't do it. I didn't do it. Cause I was pregnant. I got pregnant. Could you have not taken a break or done it while you were pregnant? And then of course I could have. So why did you abandon it completely? I'm not challenging you or trying to make no, you feel better. No, no, it's okay. I just want to know uh, what the idea was there. I think plenty of people do that. They're like, all right, I'm having kids now, so everything else needs to be dropped, which I just right. don't think that they needs to be the case. Obviously, you have to sacrifice some things because you have a yeah. child, but it's not either or. I know. But for me, it was like, oh, no, that's that's the fake stuff. Like, that's the for fun stuff, and this is the real stuff. And it turned out, for me, those things that were the real stuff were actually, like, kind of boring and like sh- the other stuff should have been my real stuff. 
Well, it seems pretty clear at this point. You're still not leaning into the things that you want to be doing, whatever that may be. And then that would open doors to probably meeting like-minded people who would fit the criteria more so. You're just doing the generic, I'm going online, swiping through Tinder. Yeah, and I don't like it. So Yeah, so that's not working for you. And Mm -hmm. I think in order for you to get to a spot to just find a dynamic you're looking for, you just have to. It's not even taking risks, just putting yourself in the proper situations. I don't know what those are. Getting yourself to the right place. Yeah. I was talking to my therapist about it, you know, and I was saying, I don't know, like maybe I could meet someone cool at like art shows. (laughs) Maybe I could sort of get interested in local, not super local, obviously, but some sort of art. Are you into art? I like, uh, I like uh, uh, statues. <laughs> I like marble. I like I like like those classics, you know. Okay. But, so, but we were joking. She was like, "Well, I don't know if you can just go stand by a marble statue <laughs> at a museum and just like meet somebody." <laughs> Maybe. But I do. I do enjoy interesting looking art. I think some of it's stupid, but I think it would be cool. Like maybe I would meet someone at one of those little art shows, you know, where like they have Trader Joe's wine and. A charcuterie bird. I think you just got to figure out what you want out of the out of the relationship. You have an idea of it, but what you ultimately want out of it, if it is a relationship where you don't live with the person ever in your life, and I know things can change, but you got to figure out the thing that you want and then how you best can get there and the kind of person that would probably fit that uh, would be similar minded to you. So get into situations where you would meet similar minded people. Yeah. I, I know that we're like hanging out at uh, the museum next to the <laughs> yeah. the statue probably isn't going to get you what you want, but there are, I don't, there are things, there are ways COVID really fucking put a damper on a lot of that stuff. It but, did. Oh, yeah. You know, things are opening up again. I'm sure that online dating was even worse during COVID because people were just, that was at that point, the sole way of meeting other people. Right. There were no other options. So as bad as it was, it it probably just became much worse. And I think there's still tools you can use. You can use those. See, the problem with things like Tinder and Bumble is it's not the opportunity to even express anything. That was that's why I preferred OkCupid, for example, because you could at least write a profile and put some of that stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even OkCupid at this point moved away from that model and leaned more into the instant swipe. You get one <laughs> line, one blurb, yeah. and some pictures, and then you have to choose based on that. And See, that, but I'm not as eloquent as you are. It doesn't have to be eloquent. Well, I just don't feel like I don't know what to write in those things, you know? So I, I like the idea of it just being like one little one, res- like one sentence. Yeah, but this is your problem. That's why you're getting nothing out of it, because the other person gives you one sentence response and then you uh, extrapolate from there. You just build this whole yeah. idea based on one fucking sentence and some pictures and it's never going to match. Well, it's more than one. It's more than one statement. You know, it could be like five or six statement, you know, things that are written within the profile. But you're right. I mean, it's not very in depth. And I know you're texting after that happens. 
which isn't so strange. And it, you'd say you don't like that part, but say you met a person. Like, but say you met ask, a person. Hey, how are, you know, how are you? Good. How are you? Well, what are you supposed to ask? I don't know. It's just not natural. That's what most people would do. If you met a person in person and you yeah. said, hey, would you like to go on a date? You'd exchange numbers and then you'd continue to text. Uh, yeah, but I met them. This is someone I've never met. And they're asking me, how are you? And I don't know. I just feel like that's weird. Not not to say that it's not, you know, I don't know what else to do. It just feels weird to me. How are you? What do you usually say? Good. I just do the generic, like, good. How are you? You know. And what do they say? Oh, how's your Saturday treating you? <laughs> no, when you ask them back, what is it? How are you doing? I'm just curious as to what their responses are. Oh, just good. Just regular. Just normal. Good. Should I look some up? Should I like reactivate my account and go look at it? Eh, sure. If you want to, I, uh, there's good stuff, I guess. I don't think there is. <laughs> I hate everything. You don't have to reactivate your account. I don't like it. You're going to appear and then the flood of men. Oh, yes. Such a flood. I, I had you. no flood. It was all, like I said, it was all coaches from high school. That's all there is around. It's, it's annoying. You, it's I don't like live. it. It's you, that's a Look cool, cool. No, that is a cool thing. Most people would love to have a coach. <laughs> that's, you know, I'm playing sports. Unpause. All right, I'm unpausing it. Being manly. Being involved in youth sports, being the guiding light for young minds, molding and shaping and turning them into good men. That's normally what people would be attracted to. I did the same bullshit. Hi. How, you know, he liked something of mine. I said, hello. He said, hi, how are you? He said, it's a pleasure to have matched with you. I said, how very kind of you. How are you on this chilly day? He said, well, just trying to get a car and grab a beer tonight. What about you? I noticed that you work in radio. I play guitar and piano. <laughs> to explain this radio thing again. Nice. I wish I knew how to really play the piano. I should take lessons. Yes, I'm on a radio show that broadcasts out of Atlanta. Do you oh, live oh, there? Cool. No. Sorry, I misunderstood. English is not my first language. <laughs> <laughs> language, bless him. L-E-N-G-U-A-J-E. No, it's okay. It makes sense. I grew up there. He said, I live, I'm live. i living Hyattsville. Okay. That's the end of that one. <laughs> I hear you. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You, you want someone who's emotionally... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say uh, unstable, but... Uh, Is that what I want? I don't know. Is that what you want? You want someone who? Uh, <laughs> no, do I? No, I, I. That's why I was hesitating with that. I, you don't want someone who's unstable, but there, there are people who. When I think of stability, it's not to say that people who think outside the box or don't just follow a script yeah. aren't stable in their own right. Um, so I'm abandoning that idea altogether. Okay. Well, I just sent I just sent a like to somebody. See, now you're back on. Yeah. 
This guy's really handsome. Are you falling apart? What's going on? Me right now? Yeah, just in general. No, I'm actually not. I really am not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm feeling really good. Besides my digestion issues, <laughs> which I should also put in my profile. Um, Don't take me to fried food or else I'll be in the bathroom. Wait, what was that? You know, my digestion is all fucked up. Yeah, that's a strange thing. Anyway. No, I'm feeling good. I'm exercising. I'm really enjoying strength training, like way more than I ever thought. Way more than I ever have enjoyed cardio. Just doing cardio. I really like exercising. I'm eating. I'm trying to, you know, get my diet. Not a, not as in a diet, but just with my digestion. I'm trying to, you know, work through that. Figure out what I can and cannot eat. Feeling good. Skin is good. Not drinking a whole lot. Feeling good. But yes, I am missing like a connection. Especially you- like, so I was feeling sad this week about something. And I called my, I called Travis and he couldn't give me what I needed. Bless him. What were you looking to get? Just a, I don't know, just the the right response. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, you're all right. You know, just just wait for the test results. (laughs) Like, wait for the doctor to call you. You'll be okay. You know, but instead it was like, just not, you know, he just, it's not his fault. but he couldn't give me what I needed. So I called my mom and my dad was in the car and I was on speakerphone and she started to get worried. And I felt like saying, it's going to be okay. It's fine. I'm fine. You know, because I was, you know, worried about how she was worried, you know? And then my dad, who I've been kind of, you know, annoyed with lately, um, cause I feel like I'm having to parent him <laughs> a little bit. Uh, he texted me what I needed to hear, which was like, the doctor will get in touch with you. You know, you'll know what's going on. You'll be all right. You know, and we're here for you. I was like, okay, thanks. Dad. That's but nice. Within that moment. Yeah, that was really nice. But within that moment, I felt even more sad that I was like alone, you know, and that nobody seemed to know me and know what I needed. Whereas I feel like I try and give people what they need. You know, I try and think about what people need in situations, you know? And I just don't feel like I have that for me. I feel as though you presented yourself for a very long time as a person who didn't need anything like that. You're right. And so maybe it was the bed I built. And you attracted people or you liked people that couldn't give you that because it matched. Yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Now you have a world of people around you that have no clue who you actually are. Yeah. You never let them in. I was looking up uh, my own Tinder thing, by the way. Mm, I thank opened, you for I opened my paying t- attention as much as you could. I was paying attention. Did I just not <laughs> speak to what you said? You did. <laughs> You're connect- connecting with your dad, which is a nice thing. Yeah. You talked about the dynamic with your mom where you need something from her, but then she gets worried. So then you have to resort. I to know. A... You don't, it's not a test. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, but you felt as though I wasn't listening. <laughs> I just wanted... Well, because I was watching you and I knew you were doing something else. And so I had to look away so I could focus on what I was thinking and feeling. But I was also, I, I just, 
One, yeah. I haven't opened this Tinder in a long time. And the fact yeah. that uh, I guess the layout's all different and they deleted most of, I mean, I had years of messages. Oh, man. But uh, now there's only a few. But here's one. Uh, some person named Paris I matched Ooh. with at some point uh, several years ago. 2017. Mm-hmm. No, 16. Yeah. Um, Paris said that she likes to type on a typewriter, which honestly, if I were being honest, anyone who says, uh, <laughs> I, look, I understand the benefits of a typewriter. I, I've said this before. A typewriter, you have to really put your thoughts down. It's less composing. It's more writing. With a computer, you're composing. You can change. It's very easy. You're not mm-hmm. committing as much. A uh, typewriter, you put it down, it's there. It's not really erasing. Uh, I can appreciate that. But for the most part, anyone who would even call it out, I feel as those putting on a show and it's a bit pretentious. Mm-hmm. If you right. type on a typewriter, you type on a typewriter. You don't need to tell the word, world that you type on a typewriter. Um, but still, I engaged with this person. They they never wrote me back. I said, do you use the Tom Thumb typewriter to write? I hope so. The reason I ask is that I found there are two typewriting camps. Those that like the Tom Thumb and those that enjoy the Smith Corona. The latter company, however, also makes guns. Their typewriters have a nice aesthetic, yes, but overlooking the manufacturing practices of SC, which is the Smith Corona. Because, uh, wait, but overlooking the manufacturing practices of SC because the look of the typewriter's preferable is irresponsible and reprehensible. My first message uh, was, is... I don't understand what I'm saying here, so I'm skipping that part. Okay. I, I said I basically want to make sure that you're on the right side of typewriting history. Okay. <laughs> so did you know all this ahead of time, or did you look this information up? I did research. Okay, got it. I got no, you know, I got no response. Ugh, you put in so much effort. Yeah, but people don't like that. They don't, they don't actually like that kind of thing. Yeah. It creeps them out for other reason. I think a lot of people are looking for like, hey. What are you doing? But if I look like if I went to your profile after I saw what you had written and thought you look like a creep, then I'd be like, what a creep. But you don't look like a creep. So wouldn't they be able to see like, oh, this guy's kind of cool and interesting. Well, I'm not good looking enough. Oh, uh, there's some beautiful men out there, real chiseled faces and uh, tight bods, tight bods. And again, People say, I like, I want to talk to someone who has things to say. He's got a personality. Right. No, they just want, yo, what's up? Like, man, look at those abs. That guy just said sup to me. That's what I'm going with. (laughs) You think that's funny, but that's the way of the world. There's a lot of contradictions. You're an anomaly. Most of these women say they want one thing similar to what you're saying, but they don't really want that at all. They want a dude who can just provide a stable life. So they don't have to worry about things. Yeah. They don't want to engage too much. That's why they're interested in things. And then the moment that comes around, they drop everything. And they have a baby. And then that's their life. And the guy goes to work. And he comes home. Yeah. Didn't you just do that for eternity? The end. For real. I just don't want to keep doing the same thing forever. Which is what? That? Just, what we just, just spoke that routine, about? like you said. Like when I think back about the sort of schedule I had, you know, when I was living with Trav, 
And this is this doesn't speak. This isn't anything about him, you know, or really our relationship. It was just the the way it was, was that like, you know, I was getting dinner ready and trying to get it ready by the time he got home. You know, not because he made me or anything. It was just like what I felt like I needed to do as the person that was home, which is true. But it was just never changing. Do you know what I mean? It was just always the same. Always the same. It's the same every day. And, you're and I not, just think about that and I just think, oh, I hate that. <laughs> I just don't want that. And you don't have to have that. Mm-mm. There is a but, worry yeah. that I, I, you know, I think about where you are. And sometimes it feels it would have just been uh, because things feel messy and unsettled. Uh, and this is just me as an outsider who doesn't like to worry about people because, uh, you know, it can create anxiety. I'm like, oh, I, I hope that she's doing okay. Um, and there's this idea that where you are now, sometimes I wonder if it was preferable before talking about this life that you actually didn't like this dynamic that you weren't into. And it's a shame that it seems to be so extreme that it's either that or this where right now you're also struggling. I don't feel like I'm struggling and good. And like, I, and I, I don't mean to claim that you are, so I hope it doesn't come up. Like to me, I think it's just when I, when I think about it, yeah, there's a concern that you're in a spot where you're feeling lost and scared and sad. I mean, I do have those moments, but I also know that I feel so much like I feel so different than I did. I don't know, eight months ago or a year ago. So I know that I I will progress and that it won't stay like that, you know? And I feel like those moments have gotten shorter, you know, especially since I've been thinking less about dating and more about myself and what I want to do. Um, like those, the, it's, it's redirected my focus back onto myself, which I am enjoying. But like I said, those, there are those moments where like, I could really use someone, not use capital U, but like, you know, I could really, I really, I really, it would be doing me a favor to have someone there for me. Um, and I don't have that. And sometimes that sort of spirals me because I start to like, I'm sad. Like I don't have the thing I need. And then I try, you know, like I said, with, I got disappointed in the reactions of the people around me, which is not their fault, but it's just what it was. And then, uh, and then I think, well, I have to be there for me. And then that makes me even more lonely and sad. (laughs) Which I get. Right. But then I also know during it, like, this will pass. This is going to end, this feeling. And then I'll just be, uh, you know, talking to myself in my house and being weird. Like, and that's fine, too. Like, I'll be fine. But in those moments, I just feel really sad. Do you feel pressure because of uh, time? Approaching 40? Having have, kids, being in the suburbs, do you feel like there's like a small window for you to figure this out? Well, I do feel like, uh, all right, I'm not getting any younger. I'm not going to get better looking. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm trying to look health. I'm trying to be healthier. Uh, but yeah, things are, you know, it's not, it's not like I'm going to get hotter as I get older, <laughs> but in a way, maybe I am. Cause it's like, you know, I don't have as many, I don't have as many insecurities or whatever, but maybe that's kind of hot, but I don't. Oh, and I do sometimes think like, all right, look, worst case scenario, I'm alone for the rest of my life. What the fuck? What the? Oh, I don't think you have to be alone. It's not either or. When you say alone, you mean just no relationship. What if I never have sex again? I don't think that's realistic. I haven't had sex since January. Okay, but I don't think that's realistic. Sad. I had the opportunity to, and I didn't because I was like, no, I don't want to have sex with you, which was weird for me. I I normally would just like go for it. Well, there you go. You made a choice. It wasn't right for you. I feel good about it. I feel good about that. So then this shouldn't be a concern that's on your mind because you were given the opportunity. Yeah. Like if we count all the times I had the opportunity, I've had sex with hundreds of people. Right. (laughs) I don't don't actually... (laughs) <laughs> I think that came off a bit different. I just, <laughs> I just meant to say that uh, you know, I wasn't so into having sex with people. I didn't know that well. Yeah. I wasn't driven to do that. The Not- guy that wanted to have sex, he looks like a younger Ed Harris, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> I, I mean, Ed Harris is cool. Yeah, that's I, I just like using cool <laughs> as an adjective. That's cool. He looks like a younger Ed Harris. He's nice. <laughs> but yeah, little things like that are like, oh, that's different. From me. Which is good. I'm glad. Just don't be afraid of who you are. Like earlier I said this idea of you going to sex parties and orgies. And maybe that seemed uh, kind of divorced from the conversations. Like, Why would you bring mm. that up? But I feel like there's a part of you that... At least curious about it, but maybe actually could actually could get into it and enjoy it. And it's probably frightening to try to get involved in such things. Well, I'm not saying that's what you want. I would wanted. go alone, which yeah. also feels a little. Yeah, I think you not, need a guide. Yeah, a friend, I need a Sherpa. A friend to go at first yeah. to introduce you to that world. That's what I mean. So, like, I, I could sort of. I'm not afraid of explore. I mean, of course I'm intimidated by that kind of thing because it's, it's a whole scene that I'm not a part of. I don't, I wouldn't even know like how to dress for it. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I don't go into restaurants. I don't know how they work. I'm intimidated by that. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like that. I don't know. It's, it, it's not the same type of thing as not doing the improv. Like it's just easier not to, it's more like, I, I need, I need someone to help me through that. And maybe you don't even want to actually do that. But as an example, yeah, yeah, there's a part of you that could get into something like that. And it doesn't have to right. be this. Just uh, something that's uh-huh. interesting, that is who you are, but it's intimidating. Or there's that hurdle up front that you have to get over. Yeah. And we all battle with this. This isn't unique to you. Uh, I surely battle with it. Uh, but I think that would open up a lot of doors for you to meet people that maybe you don't even get involved with romantically, but you know, people like that, just talking to people who are similar that can offer Mm -hmm. emotional support right there. It takes care of that. 
you got to figure out the physical thing, but what it seems like you're coming up against is you're just not connecting with people. You don't feel like you have things in common with the people that you're coming across. So even if they're nice, even if they're good looking, that's not what you want. That's not what you need. Well, I I do feel like I have had dates with people I have stuff in common with, but again, I'm just like not, I don't want to, I don't want to, you don't want to what? I don't know more than I don't want to do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The problem is me. There's no, it's not. Okay. I don't mean problem, but you know what I mean? I don't know what you really want. I have no clue. I told you what I want. I want all those things. I don't want to have to do all the work to get there. (laughs) Okay. Well then good luck. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I must just not be in the right place for it. And you're not. And that's fine. And that's why I think I asked about the uh, feeling pressure with the time passing. No, it's, that's not what's pressuring me. That's not what's pushing me at all or making me try and reconsider it or figure it out. It's more that like, if you were 25, no, I'm saying that I want that thing. Like I said, I get sad about it sometimes. And so I would like to have that as a person because we all want that. We all want connection and closeness and touch. And, and there are many ways that. to get it. Yes. I, but I'm asking if you were 25, because it feels like you don't want actually want you want those things, but you're not ready to put in the work for whatever reason. Uh-huh. Maybe you don't know how to do it yet. Maybe you're just not ready to do it. You're still figuring things out. But if you were 25 and you said, oh, I have all these years ahead of me. There's less pressure to do that now. And maybe it wouldn't matter as much. You're like, okay, well, I just don't feel like doing this right now. I'm going to spend more time. I'm not trying I to think, assign this no, to No, I understand. You. I think it would be a, a brick in the wall of whatever the problem. You know, it would be a part of the equation. Um, I'm sorry. It wouldn't be a part of the equation back if I was 25. Whereas now it it is a little bit. But it, I'm not saying it's. The most important thing. I'm not feeling like, well, I have to find somebody before I'm an invalid and I need someone to help take care of me or something. Or I have to hurry now because I'll, I won't be hot anymore. It's not. Those are, I mean, those are things to consider or they're, they're on my, they have popped up as a thought, but it's not what's like driving me to get in a relationship. I just want to meet someone normally. And for them to kind of like me and then for me to kind of like them. And then we kind of like find reasons to like talk to each other when we get together with friends or something, you know, like the, the people that I met them through. And then okay. like, go hang we by have the a little, statue. we have a, like a little joke that we have or like little things and we text each other and it's like flirty fun. And then like, that's what I want. That's how I want it to go. The fucking normal way that people meet each other, not this stupid, like technology way. Okay. Well, there are ways to do it. Go stand by the statue. I got to go stand. find me at a museum next to that statue of that woman breastfeeding her father because he was starving in jail. <laughs> That's a real thing. It's a beautiful statue. <laughs> I want to say sculpture, but then sculpture makes you think of like some stupid like. No. Bullshit I, thing. Not necessarily. No. Weird right. subject matter, beautiful, beautiful sculpture, weird subject matter. Here's my breast, Papa. Uh-huh. I mean, but, you know, incest is very popular porn search these days. Well, it's not it's the not search. incest. Right. She was saving his life. It's, I know, but I'm saying there was the appeal. 
considering that brother, sister, father, <laughs> daughter, mother, son is like the top search. It's fucking weird. It is. I don't so understand weird. why that is appealing to people. <laughs> what are you doing, step bro? I mean, look, step is different. You're not oh, related. Right. And a lot of them still present it that way. But we've also gotten to the point <laughs> where it's it's not just step. They don't even yes. they they have dropped the step. Yeah. Which for me is immediately it's like I'm not watching this. That is weird. Mm, you're my biological father. All right, stop, 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 stop. No more of this. <laughs> unless that, we have the same mom and okay. dad. Unless that's your Christmases together. Oh God. I'm gonna mute you. All right. Unless, unless this is you, this is what you like, then I don't want to hear about it. But you go figure out your people. Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know uh, if this was helpful at all. But maybe you well, got something. I don't know. It was something. I'm glad I could talk about it. It was something. Thanks for listening to something. Uh. This episode of something. This episode of something with Greg and Autumn. Uh, please support our sponsor, HoffandPepper.com. You can get 15% off some uh, locally made in Chattanooga hot sauce. They have lots of different options. They have a spicy ketchup that's really delicious. And uh, go check them out. Use our code OneTopic15 for 15% off. And uh, that's it. Okay. Thanks. Bye.